Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Up and at him. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With Walker and Roush. We are too wild and crazy guys. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday to you. It is April 23rd, 2021. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen here on your Friday morning. We appreciate you spending it with us, and we appreciate you starting your weekend with a little Kentucky Roll Call from 7 to 9 on Big X Sports Radio. Obviously, I think everybody knows how we're going to start the show today. Roush, I was kind of thinking about we're probably the first UK radio show to kind of have a take a shot at this. Unfortunately, yeah, uh, yeah. you're gonna people that listen to radio throughout the day to get through their workday. Uh, I'm the same way. You're gonna be hearing a lot of sad stuff throughout the day. So we'll do our portion of it here in this first segment. We'll read the text related to Terrence Clark in this segment. And just goes without saying, but we'll say it time and time and time and time again, just heartbroken, devastated, thinking of his family. Just one red light, Roush, can can take it all away. And uh, tragic. I mean, literally, you know, you're heartbroken having to talk about this stuff. 19-year-old kid had everything I mean, going for him. 19 had, years old. Yeah, it, it's horrible. It really does just truly and totally break your heart. In uh, I... There's such a range of emotions when you hear such awful news like this. First, there's the literal, it's like you're, I didn't have a big brother, but I imagine Johnny used to punch you in the gut quite often back in the day. Mm-hmm. It's You get that feeling first. Then there's a disbelief, and you try to put yourself in the shoes of different folks in in this situation. I, I was like, what was I even doing at 19? This kid had just signed a deal with LeBron's clutch sports. I know it's Rich Paul's, but it's basically LeBron's. I mean, he had his whole entire life in front of him. I was just trying to figure out my weekend plans and how to stay out of trouble at the fraternity house. Mm-hmm. I was a little goober kid. This guy's about to make his dreams come true, and it 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 just hurts, man. It. As if we needed another reminder, though, that life is incredibly short. It's fragile. I think a lot of people hear that stuff, and they're like, yeah, that, 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 that does check out. Things can just change literally in the snap of a finger or the changing of a light. And be nice to folks. Treat people. You, you don't know when the last time you're going to see somebody. You don't know when the last time you're going to have an interaction with somebody. It could be somebody that really grinds your gears and annoys you. But I, I just I don't get roused by so many people treat people poorly or – Go throughout lot. It's short. It's just way too short to yeah. spend it doing things. Want do yeah. I mean going down a different road? It's too short to be doing things you don't want to do. It's too short to be in a job that you hate. It's too short to have a boss that you just don't see eye to eye with or you don't respect. It's just too short to do things you don't want to do. It's too short to hold hate in your heart. And just like that, things can change in a blink of an eye. And it can all be over for me. It could all be over for you. It could be over for people that we care the most about. So. I hate that this this comes out as a reminder because Terrence Clark lost his life. But if any if any good can come out of it, it's just a reminder that no, nothing's promised. No, nope. 
and uh, things can change just like that. Truly heartbreaking. This was a fun week for UK athletics between volleyball, which we'll talk about, obviously. We're going to try to make this as normal as a show after this segment that we can. We'll see how we do on that. But volleyball, they're going to the national championship. We had those games this week, which were a lot of fun. Coaching searches, transfer talk. It finally felt like Kentucky was getting a little bit of exciting momentum, Roush, and now literally people are planning for a funeral. I mean, it's just heartbreaking. There, there, there's no other words to describe it. There's nothing that, that we can say, I think, to make anybody really Man. feel better. We're not going to try to do that. It just sucks. <sighs> this is a guy that had some bad luck during the season, but when you saw him – Always was trying. Always was playing 100%. Always was with his team, too, man. Always was with this team, and he was just fu- fun to watch even when he was on the bench. It's, yeah. You know, we uh, you've played much more co- at a competitive level than I have, but that stuff matters. When you see your bench and you see people hyping you up, it, it doesn't even have to be a sporting event. It can be anything. When you've got your friends that are kind of supporting well, you, it goes a long way. when the arenas were empty, too. Yeah, yeah. that stuff and, stood out, and, and we noticed Terrence Clark doing it. That guy seemed to just have such a big heart. And love the game that he was playing, and man, it's just it's just I, not fair. I, I did have those moments too, where you it, it happens from time to time where you forget that they're just kids because you know we it's it's Kentucky basketball means a lot to us. We get really uh, excited about mm-hmm. it. We talk about it at length. We get really critical. At times, and when Clark wasn't playing for a while, I was just like, "What? Why cannot we not have this guy?" And it's like, "Well, he's just hurt. He's just a kid who's injured who can't get over it." And then to to take it, you know, big picture even further. I mean, the the amount of heartbreak that this fan base has been through in the last year. Seriously, I mean, I know that COVID that that's enough just to to put everybody down, but uh, it was. About this time last year that Chris Oates has a stroke. A kid who, I mean, he could have he could very well be six feet under right now. And luckily he's and still alive and on he's the, on fighting. the flip side could very well be preparing for the draft too. Yeah. I you mean it, it's and and <sighs> between that and then you deal with John Sharman and then Wes. I mean, we've written way too many obituaries this year. Yeah. Way too many. And this one seems even the most Hard to grasp because it's such a if, if it's so random, you know. And no, it was one of those things you're just like, no, that's got to be fake. Like uh, this can't be real. It's got to be like somebody else, or people just have to be like mistaken, or he's gonna be all right, right? And it's just it was just like refreshing Twitter for all the wrong reasons, and just <sighs> your heart breaking each time that like everybody in the basketball community, I guess, word had gotten out, but mm-hmm. like not official word from like right, police right. or something like that. So you knew it, you knew it was true just because like people in AAU circuits and stuff that there was, there was somebody going around telling people that like, yeah, he had passed away. So you knew it was probably actually true, but you just were hoping and waiting and you didn't want to see the official announcement. And it just really did. It just punched you in the gut when you saw it. This dude was playing for Kentucky, uh, one game he came back from an injury first off played against Louisville hurt looked kind of bad doing it but that's just his that was his ml oh he just wanted to play yeah. he just wanted to help any way that so he could so much so that he did in that Mississippi State game and then, he, tournament. And then when like 
we think he's coming back and what what was going on with the ankle and the foot and all that stuff we talked about it during the time and I think it was legitimate I don't know what happened when he got that second piece of bad news where it was you know that him and Cal were crying with one another dude still came back from that like even that when it was basically like yeah he's closing up shop it was all right one final chance to get in the NCAA tournament and Terrence was like I'm gonna play in it I thought you were shutting. I thought we were. I thought it was two weeks. You were. Yeah, I feel all right. I'm gonna go out there and and play. Did okay for a dude that hadn't played in three months. Provided <laughs> some sparks defensively. Got some steals. A nice helped UK transition. Yeah, lobbed, uh, I forget who exactly now, but UK man. was actually able to run a little bit. I think we just missed an entire season of Terrence Clark being able to play a little guard. You would have gotten ask you off the court a little bit more, uh, which I think could have helped his development. I think it could have helped everybody if that would happen. But he got hurt, and it still never really stopped him from trying to help his teammates any way that he could, twice playing while injured. And now his his life comes to an end way, way too early before he was even able to really experience life to some degree. Mm. Um, Man, and I mean, think how much we've done between being 19 and I'm 30 now. You're not like I feel like that's life, you know. Yeah. And I know people are going to tell me, "Oh no, no, TJ, wait till you're 50." That you know, from 30 to 50 when you're raising a kid, that's really when you're living. But gosh, 19 years old, you just had. Everything. He had everything. He was about ready to probably be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. Uh, life-changing money for him, for his family. And just a reminder, you got to treat people nicely, care and, about people, because it, it all ha- it just isn't fair. And whenever you saw the – like, it hit closer to home. That, that was the thing that stunk even more about this year with all the COVID stuff. Getting to know the guys, it was just really tough. But we went when you went back to his signing day, and he's in the kitchen with his mom, and his mom like, you know, Duke is for more like a Carlton Banks. My son, he's more of a Will Smith, and like it was just it was so sweet. There was so much hope there, and to have it taken away, I'm incredibly just heartbroken for his family, for his friends, and particularly B.J. Boston, who, my goodness, that guy. He saw it happen. He saw it unfold. They worked out together. I mean, those guys, for all intents and purposes, have been 1A and 1B for a, a while. I mean, they were working out last year, this time during the pandemic together out in California as well, getting ready for their season in college together. Things didn't go according to plan, but they still were on their way to being NBA players. Yeah. And coming home from a workout, this accident happens, and BJ was there for it. And I just can't imagine the, the trauma I, man, and you know, I, I, if I would totally understand it if if it just he he could he could do no more. I mean, this would I I can't even imagine going through that, but I'd hope that he can somehow find strength in it and play for Terrence. I really do because this yeah. is just such a such a travesty. Yeah, no, we talk about how much life Terrence Clark didn't get to live and that's a that's well said and a good point that one of his best friends will get to continue living his life and some of those reports that you know BJ was in the car with uh, some of the early reports like he was with BJ and people didn't really know what was up with Boston your heart kind of sunk then too and I was like please be okay like so you're happy that he's all right and he's going to get to kind of go through this trauma at least alive as hard and rough as it is. But now we talk about life and the next 10 years and all that stuff. He's going to, 
he's gonna have some scars. Like it, it's gonna, yeah. and even with B, you know, it's it may not even be like until four years before it really like hits him, hits him. Like mm-hmm. what happened? What he experienced? Uh, stuff like that. I mean, it's traumatic. He just experienced the most traumatic thing that's probably gonna ever happen in his life, and so you pray for him as well. And uh, just overall, just absolutely stinks. Uh, we didn't mention Ben Jordan as well. Kentucky lost him in the winter. Oh my gosh! I mean, yeah, it, it's I, just it's been it's been heartbreaking. Goodness gracious! There has been and that this... was another one too where you just were like what? Ugh. So awful. I'm um, just a lot of heartbreak. So <sighs> another reminder: be kind to people. Things are a lot more important than sports and games and winning and, and losing. Life is more important. Uh, we're gonna read some texts from texters that were texting in about Terrence Clark. If texts come in during the show about him, we'll we'll just read them with the normal line attacks. But we we didn't want to kind of have to stop and go between. Let's have some fun. This is a radio show. Let's try to see if we can cheer people up. Probably won't be able to do that today. Versus reading sad texts of people grieving because they lost uh, a player that they really cared about and really liked. So we'll we'll do that now. Texter says life is so much bigger than UK athletics. I pray for the families and I hope we all learn, especially as fans, that there's so much more to life than wins and losses playing a sport. The way the fans treat these kids sometimes is just sickening. Uh, well, you know, this doesn't need to be like a pointing fingers sort of deal, but the sentiment of your text is right. I, in the context of games, we can get frustrated. We can be critical, and I think that's always smart, and we try to do it on this show, Roush, of keeping it in the context of sports. Mm-hmm. As much as we were frustrated with Devin Askew's play, Kid seemed like a good dude. And he was right? trying hard and he the was whole tra- time. Yeah, he was always working his Same thing off. with Clark, where it was like things were out of his hand, out of his control. Yes. Or- yeah, and even with Boston, as we said, oh, we may- is he one of the most overrated freshmen that Cal's had? Going in and then ended up hitting you know, six threes in games and ended up playing well at times for, for UK later on in the season. It's in the context of the sport. B.J. Boston is a kid. He's figuring out life as well. And uh, so the sentiment of your text I agree with, but um, – this is a time for, I think, UK fans hopefully to come together and, and be with one another because this is tough for everybody. A texter says, man, heart goes out to Terrence Clark's family and teammates. Absolute terrible news. Hate for anyone so young to pass away, let alone someone so talented. Rest easy, brother. Yeah, that's that's well said. On the text line, 502-414-1450. Clark passing has me in tears. Wish we would have seen more from him, but no, he could have been special. Such a roller coaster of emotions. Once a cat, always a cat. God bless him, his family, his teammates, and the true fans that wish all our athletes success in all sorts. Such a tragedy. Man, and the thing with Clark, too, <sighs> is he, 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 he's kind of built for the NBA. No, oh, yeah. I mean, it was, it was kind of similar to Hamadou Diallo, but, like, this guy – Six five guy who can handle the ball, lengthy, get to the rim. Ugh. Strong can get through contact. Yeah, and, and he was he was nowhere even close to oh, a finished product. Just as a basketball the player. surface. And there's a reason why the dude played like four games and he was still going to get drafted. Probably it was going to be second round, most likely, but probably somebody's going to take him. Yeah, somebody, it probably I would have been shocked if it would have been near the first. That dude was a freak, could do a lot of different things with the ball. Wasn't uh, a great shooter, but that stuff can come along a little bit later. We've seen it with a lot of players where that happens. Just gone way, way, way too soon. Uh, Another text, and I think this is – well, we've got a couple more. But uh, devastating news about Terrence Clark, young kid that was about to fulfill his dreams. My prayers go out to his family in Brandon, Boston. 
uh, for a peace of mind for a peace of mind for both Clark families and BJ's. And let's not forget UK's coaching staff. They look at these kids like kid like sons of their own. John Calipari goes one minute probably negotiating with Orlando and Tigua, and again we'll get back we'll get to the sports stuff. And we'll, we'll try to make this to literally flying out to LA to go be with a family and and go have to be at a funeral. <sighs> I mean, think about that for Calipari just, as I, well. And and I think so many people sometimes can't be can't show sympathy for like rich people. I, I, I've never really understood that. His heart, people's heart, can still hurt just all the same, and people can still feel things. Uh, he's got to be devastated. Probably even Ellen Calipari, who's around these guys a lot, has yeah. to be uh, has to be devastated as well. Joel, exciting career move for him out in Arizona. Well, now he gets to plan for a funeral, and 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 Tony Barbie as he's excited back to being a head coach again. Now he's got to so all these people, all these people that are around him. Eric Lindsay at UK Athletics, uh, TJ Beisner, UK Athletics, and yeah, 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 the whole the whole gang over there. It's it's just it's been way too much heartbreak for for an athletic department. Something that's supposed to bring people joys in their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been really tough for all those people. So while your keep obviously our thoughts are with Terrence Clark and the family and all that, there is a long extension of people that deserve our prayers and our thoughts because they're hurting too. Yeah. And anybody that's hurting, when you want to do something to try to make them feel better, and, and I think all that we can do right now is just good thoughts and prayers and all that stuff. But uh, Keep those people in their mind, too. This whole thing just stinks. Yeah. It's absolutely devastating. I like what this texture says. We love you, Terrence. Safe travels. Number nine is going to be for you. Yeah, I like that. I like that mindset. Uh, I hope Kentucky honors him however they see fit and however the family sees fit. And uh, I, I do think it's been great that, you know, opposing rival fan bases, they're smart enough to put sports aside in this context, as any halfway decent human I would hope would do and, those things. But it's just, it, it does help. It, it, it just puts sports to where sports belong, and that's to the side. Also, very happy that there wasn't like, a, even as a Louisville fan, yeah. I, like, like yeah, we, we had some people who were being a little I, I think shaky people, on Twitter. I think people don't really. I don't. I just think people that do that haven't been told that that's just outlandish to do that, and that's not just like a Terrence Clark rivalry sort of deal. But it'll be like a politician dies. Well, I hated his policy, but I'm sad that he tragically passed away. Yeah, yeah. It's but, like, but we we don't. Nobody cares what your thoughts were on somebody like that. Which I I don't. I don't a, a, a life is lost between that and then the. I I, I did not like the tweets of. Just tweeting like, "Hey, I know something's really bad, but I'm not going to tell you it's really bad." It's like, well, then just don't tweet anything at all. I don't. I don't need to know that you know something. I don't need somebody rushing to break news. Like, no, that's not how this works. Yeah, I was tweeting about the volleyball game and I had people tweeting me being like, "You, you should be more mindful of what you tweet." No, you don't. You don't tell people how to grieve, and you don't tell people. I, I, I think the volleyball was. It made it hard. Not though. a distraction. But it was welcome. But it was kind of nice to have a team advance to a national championship game while also you're scrolling your Twitter feed wondering if one Kentucky basketball player is dead or if it's two. Just to be blunt. Yeah. Like, that made it me feel a little tiny bit better because you know such a huge moment for that UK volleyball program and such a huge night for them. And sadly, it's always going to be overshadowed as the night that Terrence Clark passed away the day that Terrence Clark passed away. And I, I can't say it enough. Our thoughts are just and our prayers are with him. Seemed like a great kid. Amazing smile. 
seemed like a great teammate and uh, gone too soon. We're going to hit a break. We'll come back. And to the best of our ability, we're going to try to flip the switch as much as we can and try to make it as normal as the KRC as we can. But obviously our our minds and our our brains and our hearts are in other places right now. But we'll come back and we'll try. We'll talk about that volleyball game. We'll, we'll try to talk basketball to the best that we can. We've got a text line with a bunch of other things that uh, are goofy and silly and funny, and we like those. So 502-414-1450. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call. Roll Call. Rest in peace, Terrence Clark. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. The people that don't like Joel, for the most part, just don't have a clue. They're just doing A plus B must equal C. Like, Joel got here. Kentucky's recruiting hasn't been as great. So he's obviously equals, the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He It must be because he's not a good recruiter. With Walker and Roush. No, teams are just cheating, folks. <laughs> They really, really are just cheating. Oh, yeah. Did you see Mac McClung has taken his name out of the transfer portal? Yeah, that's surprising. Supposedly there's going to be a waiver issue with him, which I don't – I get that he used his one-time free transfer thing from Georgetown to Texas Tech, and I guess you don't get another one, but he just had his head coach leave. He, he should have been able to get a free transfer regardless yeah. of uh, where he went, but he, he's decided to go play his one final season. Uh, back where he played last season, which is Texas Tech. So that's one name off the board. It seemed mm-hmm. unlikely that he was going to end up at Kentucky anyways, and there's new options in the transfer portal, and there's some new but kind of familiar names, and we'll talk about all that fun stuff. Text on in, 502-414-1450. This is Kentucky Roll Call, oh, TJ Walker, okay. Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen on your Friday morning. Justin, you got to hit the links yesterday. How was it? I did. It was rough. Oh, I shot under a hundred, which were I was in? really surprised about. Were you in the rough or was it rough? Oh, I was in the rough. <laughs> I was all in the rough. The course looked nice. The one picture I saw. Yeah, uh, that was Elk Run here in Jeffersonville. Oh, was okay. that the one we played? Yeah. Uh, we played Hidden Creek. Okay, okay. but Je- Jeff Elk is a little nicer. I'm actually going back after the show today. Oh, did you, did you ever find the creek at Hidden Creek? Yeah, I don't know if I showed it to Nick, but oh, we saw it. <laughs> we saw a train or a bridge. That, in the distance. You didn't see the creek then. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we, that's well, the that's to Nick's, to Nick's credit. It is hidden. That's yeah. the that's the cool place about Hidden Creek is when you see the Hidden Creek. Oh, it's just like wow. It's it's like when they say the name of the movie in the movie. Yeah. Which o- only the locals know. Justin and his cross country girlfriend would go. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody could find us <laughs> to the to the to the Hidden Creek. Uh, so okay, under a hundred though. It's yeah. what was it? Ninety nine. Ninety eight. Okay, <laughs> under a hundred. That's all that they for, for some reason. Under 100 could be 60. <laughs> it could, could be 99. <laughs> so my driver so far this year has been lights out. Yesterday it was god awful. I could not figure it out. I was hitting these like drop shots almost. They would go like 50 yards and then just drop straight down. I could not figure it out. It was a rough day. That's a lot a, of it, scrambling. It is always really weird where it's like I am not drunk, not under any influences. 
I swear I'm swinging. I, I swear that I'm swinging this club like I always do. My mom on Sunday or on Monday or whatever day we played golf, she was chipping and she just like kept topping the ball like she was a toddler. And she was like, I don't know what I'm doing. And she like did three practice swings. They all looked good. She got up to the ball again and just topped it. It's the most frustrating thing, Justin, is like when you just can't figure out what's wrong. Yeah. And you know one person that can figure it out though? Bobby Cook. Bobby Cook. Damn right. Bobby Cook Golf Academy over off Exit 4 in southern Indiana. Weather is going to be, as Michael Scott would say about Jim's performance review, a poopy. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a poopy weather tomorrow. And it's a perfect time to go hit one of his three simulators, top of the line. It shows where you're coming in on the ball. shows where you're striking the ball. And you can get 18 holes in. You can play pretty much any course in the world at Bobby Cook, all the nice ones at least, at Bobby Cook Golf Academy on their simulators. Or you can just hit the range if you just want to be able to hit a few balls. You don't care so much about the course aspect of it. They've got that as well. Or... Maybe you're going to get lessons with Bobby Cook himself. Nobody does a better job than being able to figure out what's wrong with your swing. He can do it without you even really hitting a ball. He can see how you're holding a club. He can see how you're bringing the club back. And then he'll say that, 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 and he'll be able to fix it. They'll give you a tape also of your lesson. That way you'll have it for the rest of your life. Check them out at bobbycookgolfacademy.com. You have the number in front of you by chance? I know it's. I have it here. 812 913 4415. You can call as well to make your reservations to play out there this week. And it's nice, folks. Only about 10, 15 minutes away from downtown Louisville. Definitely, definitely worth the drive. You know, as bad as yesterday was, I did have something happen. I extended a career best streak three straight rounds with a birdie? With a chip in. With a chip nice. in. Three straight rounds. Well, wow. I've been on like a little bit of like a bad birdie streak. I haven't had one in my last like five rounds, which I'm trying to Are those common for you? Birdies? Yeah. No, they're not like I, I want ideally in a perfect world I'd get one around. One yeah, one really? one in eighteen. I don't have I mean, that, that expectation. That, well, that's like what I I have plenty of gurs, so I should, I think, at some point make them. But no, it's uh I think that's what a halfway decent golfer should try for. There's golfers listening to us like, um, you guys are wanting to get a birdie around? Well, yeah, I mean, I get like I get like one every five rounds, if I'm lucky. I, I just shoot for the pars when I play. Oh, yeah. A couple pars and I'm happy. Yeah, yeah par, par bogey golf, I'm fine with that. But yeah, I do at least want to try to make one around. At least have a birdie putt, you know. And then you just be like, ah, the greens, they're in bad shape right now. You know, it's early. We got time to turn it around. It's fun when you... Uh, you can blame something else for being bad. That's, no, that's it, my favorite part about golf. It's fun just not like crushing birdie putts because you just don't want to leave a birdie putt short. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm I'm really worried because I have been looking into getting new clubs. Really worried that I'm not going to have any more excuses for being a bad golfer. Are you going to get them measured to yourself? Oh, so, yeah. That's okay. the, yeah. Yeah, I would I would take advantage of like the so I had up until about. Three or four years ago, I had clubs that I had when I got for my eighth grade graduation, and I actually still play a few of those clubs just because I'm comfortable with them. And oh I yeah, like you them. some of the iron. Yeah, yeah just yeah. like old, old reliable, right, if you right. will. And then we won like a silent auction for this brand new set of clubs, which was nice. So I've actually never got to go through like the the fitting the process fitting and all process that. of I'm, clubs. I'm very much looking forward to it. Yeah, take advantage and, of it. Be like, also, I want to hit the screen. I want to hit the screen. Yeah, yeah, and they also aren't as expensive as I thought. No, they're not. I mean, like, I when mean, you think about it, you're going to have them bucks. for probably a decade at yeah. least. That's not, yeah. I mean, it's a thousand bucks is a lot, but for ten years, it's hundred dollars a year. Like, yeah, it's just like paying it down. Then you, I'm play really glad ten you said rounds that. a year. I was about to say ten, <laughs> ten dollars a year. <laughs> not great at math. 
Yeah, I, I was wanting to play tomorrow, but uh, we'll yeah. maybe have to just go to the Bobby Cook Golf Academy instead, maybe check out what the weather is going to be on mm-hmm. Sunday. And, Roush, we are a week away from Oaks. You getting nervous? A little. Like a good kind of nervous. That though. you're not going to get to – I'm more nervous that I don't think I have a good grasp of the Derby field from a handicapping standpoint. Oh, who cares? No, but I just – I like having – I just know Essential that I'm, quality. What, is that yeah, yeah. I, I know I'm going all in on Brad Cox, so I think that's just going to be my strategy all weekend. Like in Cox, we trust. <laughs> I just are you going to get to see him before Derby? You going to yeah, get to brush, I, brush I elbows actually, with him? Uh, I'm I plan on going out there either Monday or Tuesday next week. How to are you not going to get him on the show? That's what I want to know. Well, I'm going to try. Don't you have to, pull around this town, buddy? Well, the problem is they normally work out now, so I'm going to try to pre-record an interview for the show. I work out on Peloton. I can get do interviews. To the bottom of the answer, and we will find out truthfully if Churchill Downs is in the South End, which I'm sure he's going to say yes. It's just not in the South End. South of Central I, Avenue. I don't. <laughs> South End. It's not the South End, but we don't need South to. Of Central we don't need Avenue, to get. Uh, we don't need to South. get in that. How about the volleyball cats? Man, woo, they're good. Gosh, that was so. I did miss. I, I missed a huge part of the game playing my volleyball game. You probably missed the. We got promptly swept ourselves, but there's <laughs> no sweeping for UK volleyball. Because how did they lose that second set? That's what I didn't get because to see. Because of a joke of a call. Actually, it was a good call. It was the right call. <laughs> <laughs> but. Essentially, Washington had a – the game was defined by their challenge calls. Well, that one challenge in the third – or what? no, was that the second set? Yeah, so Okay. Whatever so it was. Essentially, the, you the, get three challenges a game, and old dummy Washington coach decided to use one of his challenges when they had the lead. You shouldn't do that. He correctly, when they were trailing, used a challenge in the second set – Instead of going down 23-20, they cut it to 22-21. Basically just turned it into a rally after that point because there was a slight touch on a block that went out of bounds that they ended up, instead of rewarding UK with the point, they gave it back to Washington. That turned into the run where they ran away with that game and and they killed momentum for the first five or six points of the third set. And then UK started getting a little momentum and when he – he had already used his challenges, all of his challenges, though, by the third set. Kentucky was up, or excuse me, Kentucky was down, I want to say 22 to 19, and UK hit the net, and they just missed the call, and it would have been overturned like that, but he had already used all of his challenges. Oh, interesting. So, suck it, Washington coach. So you was, dingus. That could have got him the third. They could have been up 2-1. Instead, Kentucky kept rolling that momentum and never looked I back. thought that one challenge, so the one that you're talking about where they reviewed to see if the if the UK girl had touched it, and then UK ended up going on later to win the point. It was like really, you know, probably 15 seconds earlier. I didn't know. First off, I didn't know if you could review that. Like that was going back into a play. Pretty far. Yeah. Pretty far. You, you can, yeah. Uh, interesting. I, I feel like when I covered UK volleyball, you could challenge, but it was like things. It was just like the point. It was well, like the play right then and there that you were challenging. And it also, they don't really have, like, it's probably changed since, but you can challenge something and then, like, I want this call. It's not like football where you have to be very specific about what you're challenging. You could challenge something and they could just call it completely different. Uh, they could go by a different rule That's or whatever interesting. it may be. But she didn't touch that. She, the ball never changed. A micro touch. The, the ball never changed its path. It never changed its spin rotation. If she touched it, she did it in the most miraculous way possible because the ball didn't wasn't impacted 
in the slightest. And they broke that down. They had good angles. They had. I was surprised by it. They're really and they good took forever. At angles, if you're going to yeah. take that long, you got to stay with the call on the court. And then, of course, they didn't. Yeah. Uh, I, but we were watching on our phone. And shame on you, Baxter Jacks, not putting on the UK volleyball game. What? I'll call them out. Shame on How you, you all. Have After getting asked multiple there. times by multiple people, you're a volleyball hub in the state of Kentucky. A program in the state is playing in the for their first Final Four ever, and you all just said we don't have batteries for the TV remote. That was what they said. <laughs> oh, Baxter They're like, Jax. we can't change. The, it was on Spectrum News. So I was looking at Locke's face got, all night. Got to come with six-pack. South End, much better. Well, luckily, that new phone that now I can't find. It's, is it back here? Oh, got a pretty big screen on it. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. And the we battery, were... I can actually, like, you know, go a day without charging it, shockingly, with That's an iPhone. Weird. I know. Yeah. It's, so I got to enjoy that while I can because, like, in two months, it's going to just be done. Yeah, be dead. And I was, uh, I, this was happening while we were trying to get Duke down for bed. So Brooke paused it. And then I had so much anxiety because we had it paused. And I was like, all right, I've got to stay off my phone before we catch up. And then she was fast forwarding. And I didn't want her to fast forward through points. I was getting a lot of anxiety. I thought they were going to be still be able to come back and win that second set. They did not, but yeah. So that was so going back to it. I they were it, like the flip. The scripts got flipped in sets two and three. Like Kentucky was up twenty two nineteen, and then Washington won that second set, and then Washington was up the entire third set for the most part. That yeah, was, I think it was like eighteen to twelve or something. Their like largest that. deficit I think they'd overcome to win a set. That all was season. so big. It either goes from Kentucky being up. Two to one, or yeah. Kentucky losing if they if game three doesn't go their way, then they're on the ropes. Then they have to. It's you better hope you get to fifteen first in game five if you even make it that far. Yeah. That was such a big comeback in game three for they won it there. That yeah. was when it was. But but you could whew, also like that was exciting. I mean, that's correct. Like it could have gone the other way, but it also just goes to show how much better UK was. They won by seven in the first set, seven in yeah, the fourth. And then they, they they dominated. Yeah, they they're. Really good. Uh, they're going to advance to take on Texas tomorrow. Uh, I worry a little bit about Texas because Texas, Texas is pretty dominant. Well, they've got some really good blockers, and UK kind of struggled hitting through some of the blocks. Um, but man, their defense—they Kentucky's or Texas, Kentucky's defense. Their defense—they get some balls up that you're just like, how? How did they do that? Uh, when they start struggling is when they're not getting good passes. They're 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 one of those teams that's all about defense. It's all about control. They're not going to just overpower you with their blocks or their kills. Now, I did appreciate that Avery Skinner got her stuff together after a while. She kind of struggled hitting, but then got it together. Allie Stumler, Justin, how about when she just rocked that chick in the face? <laughs> Did Justin not watch? I watched. Oh, oh yeah. I How great was that? I mean, because like you see her try to get her hands up in slow motion, and they just don't get there in time, and it's just whammy. I missed. Um, <laughs> so I was working last night, so I watched the first and second set, and a good chunk of the third. Uh, but I was like, I told myself, I was like, all right, this is going to a fourth set. Roush told me there's a 45 minute break after, so I should have plenty of time oh. to get home. So I got home in plenty of time for the fourth set. No, you didn't. I did. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. Good, it's, good, it was, good. it's only a 15-minute drive from work. So, okay, yeah, I made it in time. Yeah. All right, good, good. But uh, Any good work stories? From last night, no. Hmm. No, it was, uh, it was a pretty boring night. Did oh. any women flirt with you? Uh, well, no. <sighs> but I... Uh, Guys flirted with me. I will... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I'll take it all the same. The, attention's attention. <laughs> last night, too, the wife was very into it. 
she was getting very mad at one player in particular and also really freaking pumped. And she she called the Madison Lily dump in the third set, which we talked about great phrases. Dump is a great one. Nope, she did not. Like She dumped the ball over. That's what happens when a setter goes offensive. And as soon as Washington setter dumped on and got the point, Brooks like, oh, just watch. Lily's going to do the same thing here. Just just you wait. Two points later. Oh, gosh. I, what are you all doing Saturday night? I really wouldn't mind watching a volleyball match. Just watching the game? Yeah. I bet it'd, be, on, I, I bet oh, it'd be fun. because She, she gets she, intense, and, too. I, and she knows everything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, it, it, it'd be the equivalent of, like, watching a basketball game with me or, like, watching a football game with Luckett. You know? It's like they just know what they're talking oh, about. You can, just, <laughs> you can just suck it, I pal. wish you could see the look on Rash's face. <laughs> Uh, also, want- really like Taylor. She's like she has a lot of emotion, and I just love seeing that come out. So I'm really, really pumped up. That, I mean, for this to happen, I was I was really worried though after that second set, TJ, because yesterday Skinner and Lily were named Coach of the Year and Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. It was the first time an SEC player has ever won uh, AVCA National Player of the Year, and now Kentucky's trying to become the first SEC school to ever win a volleyball national championship. I, I was worried that there was going to be like, oh, they get all their awards and all of a sudden they go and lose. My buddy was like, is that weird that they announced the awards before the Final Four? Like, you know, but I think I mean, NCAA most, does it the Sunday before the national championship. Yeah. The MVP in the NFL, when's that called? Uh, that's the Saturday before the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, At the I, think NFL you're, honors, I think you're right. And then yeah. the Heisman, of course, is before bowl season. Most of them are before. It did seem weird that it was the day of. You know, a little distracting. Like you would think it would be. That's fair. Maybe tomorrow, or or today. Sorry, or on Wednesday. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. But the day of was kind of because like UK put out the video of like you know them Them getting hyped. Yeah, and and I was like, man, that not being on game day is a little strange. I didn't know what to tell my buddy. Good answer. Good answer. Yeah, but Saturday night, folks, make it make it an event. Uh, Don't don't tell don't tell Andy, but make it an event. Uh, It's national championship. That's a huge deal. Like. Man, State Street. If I was a college kid oh, with the years with, with, with the UK experience buns. that I've had, oh yeah, I'm turning State Street into a, a big to do, and I, I hope they can do it. Texas will easily, I think, be the best team they've played this year. They kind of punked. I know some of those game matches were close, but they kind of punked Wisconsin, who was your number one overall seed for good yeah. reason. And they lost Wisconsin to Rice. Had though. a chance to Texas win. Texas lost that to Rice. That's the only thing. I'm. I don't. How do you lose to Rice? I think this is Kentucky's to lose, boys. I hope it, well, sounds like a little bit of a jinx, so let's take it yeah, easy Justin, over there, Justin. No, is it a jinx or radio gold? <laughs> you decide. Uh, Jermaine O'Neal's daughter plays yeah. for uh, Texas. Texas? Yeah. My God, they showed him after every point she scored. <laughs> every point so we bad. had to look at Jermaine. I was like, so what is happening? So that's going to happen on Saturday. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Can we have a super fan that evens it out a little bit? Ooh, my buddy Corm's there. Oh, how about Someone take a shirt off? He did not. What about when they showed the two graphics of Craig Skinner and then the Skinner girl's dad? Brian oh Skinner. my god! And it's that <laughs> team dad, real team dad, dad, and real dad. No, yeah. no, I don't think it said real dad. I think it said like actual, actual father dad. or yeah. something like that. <laughs> and so then it said team. Yeah, 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 we, yeah. Can we not get a camera of Brian Skinner too? You showed Jermaine O'Neal. <laughs> Brian Skinner played it just as much, yeah. and just as long in the NBA. Yeah, and he, sure, and, and he, he wasn't an all star, but he was there 14 years by God. He never went in the stands and beat the crap out of somebody. Yeah. Jermaine o, I, I did like Jermaine O'Neal. I did too. Day. Yeah, yeah. But Is it, you gotta hate him now for the yeah. next couple days at Yeah, least. down with O'Neal. <laughs> Is it weird that Kentucky, or not Kentucky, the SEC's never won a championship? I heard that, that last weird. night and I was yeah. like, I, yeah. surely I heard well, that wrong. Florida's been in the Final Four a lot. 
I was I mean, shocked. They played to hear in it. the title game. Texas three has years ago? three championships. And think oh. about it. Hey, I, there's other sports that I'm sh- certainly forgetting. Football, Alabama, SEC, basketball, Baylor, Big Twelve, tiebreaker. Oh, here it goes. You're playing for something a little bit bigger than yourself, okay? Because it just means a little bit freaking more. One reason too why you, you probably should come over and watch the game, TJ. Brooke <laughs> hates Texas with the fire of a thousand suns. Why? She actually <laughs> might hate Texas more than Michigan. Why does just hates everything about that volleyball? Wouldn't you want to go to like a bar? Take in the atmosphere? Well, baby will be probably oh, yeah, sleeping. Baby. Yeah, yeah. What time what time is it on <laughs> I Saturday? I think the game's at seven. Man. Be fun just to like tailgate. Just get super drunk. <laughs> Let's go to a break. We'll come back. We'll get into tax. We got to talk transfers. Uh, but it's exciting. Congrats to Craig Skinner, actual team dad, and the rest of the volleyball cats. That was a great match last night, and they will play for all the marbles on Saturday, and we're going to make a day of it. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kaylin. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Roush from the South End, it's like a 45-minute drive. Well, you're also the rich kid of us all. So. What, the oh. that? what the hell is that? What the hell is that? drives him to Salsa <laughs> he, he's, he's got a lake house and owns, horse, and owns racehorses. <laughs> The rich kid. Give me a break. (laughs) (laughs) And he went right into the the Ted DiBiase money laugh. Trevor Kelsey is on his game today for this week. Yeah, he's doing great work. He's doing work. Weird saying that sentence. Yeah, yeah. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. You've got my friends in the uh, debating South End stuff. Oh, yes. we did last year. We're back. And my buddy said, Nick claiming Churchill Downs in the South End is such a wild hill to die on. One, it's within the waters, and two, you're... Uh, if you're, you wouldn't want to claim Churchill Downs, blah, 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 blah. Oh, uh, he was going to say bad things about the area it, around it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'll, I'll leave. Well, it's just, it's some potty words that I'm not going to try to clean up. It really wasn't all that degrading. Um, not anything more, <laughs> more, more than normal. First off, and my buddy came back and he was like, well, to be fair, to be fair, Shively is inside the water, sin, that's and that's everybody considers Shively yeah. the South End. And then I said, to be fair, 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 Shively's much closer to the waters than Churchill Downs is. Is South Park Country Club the South End? I would think so. It's South Park. Okay, so here's what I told you. Because it's really close to Fairdale. radio here. But, like, you don't get – you know where South Park Country Club is? Yeah, it's it's by Fairdale. There, right here. You don't, don't you don't get that. Yeah, like why that not? is all no. of Louisville. Oh, I get it. That is a radius of it's like huge, forty miles. Yeah, but you know what the thing is though is when you go to geography class in college. Ever heard of it? <laughs> yeah, I got a hundred on my first geography test as a freshman. Suck it, Terry. I know a thing or two about it. Geography in place. It's also all... it's also about a culture and. Churchill Downs is South End culture, buddy. Do you think you Cul- think culture is different from physical location? No. If, well, we aren't talking. It's it's. Yeah, we're talking physical nope. location. Geography. Nobody's ever like I'm heading them. down to the South End. Yep, going to Churchill Downs. Nobody's ever like that. They uh, know. I, they, I say it all. They the think time. maybe Iroquois. 
of that part when they think South End. I'm just it, you're right that like South the Churchill Downs has a very South End culture to it. I think everybody notices it the second they're in there. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, oh, it's not man. physically in the South End as much as you all try to will it to be. It is, and <laughs> I'm gonna just... get I'm gonna get Brad Cox to confirm it for me. So. Whatever he says goes. That's the rule in this show. Cardinal Stadium in the south end of Louisville. You want Shepherdsville too, Nick? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Get those heathens from Bullock County out of here. Oh, uh, we'll talk transfers, I guess. Let's just do some texts. Yeah. Let's see. Hopefully there's some funny ones. Texter says, the crimson chin is the good guys, you dingus. <laughs> the, is, it the, is it the cleft chin? And, and cleft, the boy chin wonder. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't that wasn't the bad guy like a tooth guy? I don't remember now. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure it was it's like a tooth guy. Crimson chin. I just googled him. He did have just a huge chin. No, there is a bad guy. Who is this one? Mega chin. Ooh, that could be. That sounds right. This show was pretty great. <laughs> it's a pretty good show. Yeah, yeah good cartoon. Good they don't show. make. They don't make. I, can you? Are you just gonna like? If I were you, I'd just show Duke like late '90s, early 2000s cartoons and act like those are yeah, like the current, up to date. In really older Looney Tunes, because like the only thing that they make that's actual cartoons is basically Looney Tunes now. It's it sucks because the the 3D <laughs> stuff can go. So they have a Mickey Mouse one that's like that. That's fine, but for the most part, most of the cartoons are just bad 3D computer animation and that's not as fun as good old classic hand-drawn classics wait a minute one texter says hold please on, stop rapping roush hold on okay i'll stop rapping oh gosh i wish i would have saved this i was i was gonna say something on air about this but it was during the first segment and i wasn't gonna do this so tony barbie new head coach at central michigan congrats yeah, to him congrats to mr barbie that's exciting and uh, like we said, people around UK think that he had the best basketball mind in the building. Hopefully, hopefully he'll do well. At Central Michigan, it's just hard to get players. But and Jim McElwain, I think I think he knows that. Yeah, okay. Tearing it up up there. Uh, that's uh, just it, keep it, the sharks. And in the there. few times I talked with Barbie, he was very very nice. Seemed like a good dude. But anyways, I guess their athletic director. Yeah, uh, yes, the athletic director Amy Folan tweeted out a picture, but Barbie just had his eyes closed in the picture. Like, it was a terrible picture of Tony Barbie. <laughs> and he quote tweeted it, and he was like, fire up, Chips. I guess that's their little thing. Yeah, saying. they're the Chips. Yeah, and uh, anyways, they just redid it, though. Like this, was, like, this was 45 minutes ago, and now the eye closed picture is gone. And they just both – she retweeted it five minutes ago, and he quote tweeted it just now. So they basically But I did, wish that picture was – maybe I can scroll back long enough to find it. They did the thing where – you realize, oh man, I put the wrong link in the tweet. Here, let me just fix it. I would quick. wonder, just like who thought that? I mean, who, why would she think that's a good picture to send out? And why would he quote tweet it? And also, uh, and the problem would, was taken care of. Who, which SID is in charge of their Twitters and getting it right? Because the funny part about all of the stuff happening on Wednesday with the finger pointing of, oh my gosh, Twitter picture sitting. Yeah. It's like Tony Barbie is, doesn't use Twitter. Yeah. I mean, he's not out there changing his profile pictures. Smart guy in that sense, probably. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to be able to scroll back long enough to find it, unfortunately. Oh, man, that's a real shame. Real shame, Terry Walkie. Yeah, you'll just have to take my word for it. Hilarious Tony Barbie picture with his eyes closed. Just a real hoot, folks. 
Uh, Texter says, Roush mentioning Devin Booker with a bigger UK legacy than Antigua, round two on Twitter versus Roland. Woof, Roush. What a bad look. No, because here's the thing about Justin when he got, like, I, I basically just wanted to use his tweet as something to share what I shared on radio when the Antigua stuff first came out. But when he was like, leaving a bigger legacy at UK, that's the most, you can interpret that however you will. Devin Booker is one of the most popular players in the NBA. Most kids now will think of him as an NBA player, not as Kentucky Wildcat, but he went to UK. And that has certainly a big impact, a very large impact. And it might have a bigger impact than any player that Antigua brings in in his second stint at Kentucky. And that was my point. It's like uh, we're we're comparing a coach to like players. Justin Justin was wrong. I see eye to eye with Justin on – most things. And it's kind of weird because it ain't just sports things either. I, I don't want to have a million kids like he has. Just right, way, right. Way too many kids. I think six. Yeah, Jeez. I think it is. Five boys and a girl. Yeah. They finally got beautiful a girl. Fa- be- one, yeah. yeah, beautiful family. And, uh, and, and I've, Justin's a great dude. But he was, that was, that was completely hyperbolic and outlandish. Yeah. Like, <laughs> to act like there hasn't been a good player here since Anthony Davis, the, too, the, that hasn't left a legacy. It's like, what are you talking like, And also, when you say legacy, going to the NBA and having success is also a part of your legacy. I will say Devin Booker didn't have a bigger UK legacy than Antigua. You were you mentioning him there. You're wrong about that. But if, I, I think what that's Justin just was trying to say, like he, yeah. this is as important as something that's happened with UK since AD committing to Kentucky. I mean, just off the get-go, like winning the championship with AD was better and more memorable than getting AD, you know? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then on top of that, if you want to go, if you if we want to keep going down this road, though, a much bigger moment in UK was when everybody came back after 14. Yeah. Not everybody, but like when the Harrisons and Willie came back with the recruiting class you had in, that was a much bigger moment uh, or decision or whatever you want to call it. That 30, I, I don't think people, well, I do, I do think people realize that 38 no year. Like that's nuts to do that with Kentucky schedule, have that many good players, and I hate that they came up short. It really would have been like a Disney movie if they would have won at all. But that was nuts. You don't have like um, you know as much as it. Imagine Isaiah Jackson and some of these guys from this past year's team. Uh, B.J. Boston, who is kind of a fringe first rounder, it really would be the equivalent. Of, but but the flip side of that is they went to the national championship game. Yeah. So it's really not even equivalent to anything that we could compare to this year. You took five-star freshmen and a sophomore at that that went to the national title game and they decided to come back. That was uh, that if we want to get technical, that was a bigger moment in UK history. Yeah. Much bigger. And so, also when you talk about leg like if you want to talk about just at UK, Aaron Harrison, I remember Aaron Harrison's shots, three shots. That's as equally true too. as Anthony Davis's block against uh, North Carolina and t- telling Louisville, this is my expletive. What does he actually say? Who knows what he actually was saying? Uh, but I remember those shots more than anything in the Calipari era. So that's bigger to the legacy. It was it was just him trying to. Like, yes, it's big to get Orlando Antigua. I think back, there was just Orlando Antigua fever, and everybody just had to have a comment. I know, and I think also, his was just a little extreme, but that's all right. He's the, he's spot on. And most the times. folks that post on his site too are of the they're big Antigua fans. Oh yeah, they are. They're the biggest Antigua fans out there. Yeah, they almost like kind of willed this. It's funny. A lot of things have been willed lately to some degree. Like Orlando Antigua, we were asked about that, and we were like, "Why would? Why, there's no evidence to suggest that that's going to happen." But if people just wanted it to, yeah, when it ends up happening, Orlando, and we'll talk more about what went on yesterday as well. 
uh, and where things stand. And then same with uh, some transfer news. Like, Scottie Pippen Jr. is looking most likely to transfer somewhere. People had always brought him up, and I had brought him up. And it was more of just you, like, I would want it to happen. Even you, So, I remember him declaring for the draft, and I was like, well, I guess that pipe dream's gone. And you were like, he didn't say, he didn't rule out returning to another college. Yeah, and it no, was it like, was. Uh, let's go to our hour break. We'll come back. And we'll talk sports. Maybe more general nonsense. Have some laughs. Yeah, we'll general do that nonsense. as well. Reporting we got, for duty. We got a lot of actual things to talk about and a full text line, so we got a lot to get to. One hour to do. This is KRC on Big Exports Radio. Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family! Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is! With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM. 14.50 a.m. T.J. Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen here on your Friday morning. Our obvious thoughts and prayers remain with Terrence Clark and everybody that uh, knew him and was around him. We spent the first segment just reflecting and kind of a little bit of a therapy session, just talking it out because mm-hmm. it's, it's a tragedy for sure. And uh, so if you want to go back on the podcast, listen to that wherever you get your podcasts. And we're going to try to just move forward, talk about other things. But if you're just joining us for the start of the second hour, you're getting into the office or the car, wherever you may be, uh, it's on all of our minds. We, we can't, hearts. We, yeah, we can't, we can't ignore it as much as we're trying. And we are trying uh, because it wouldn't be the best radio show in the world for two hours just to be as sad as we were there in that first segment. So we're going to talk other things. We talked volleyball in that first hour as well. They will play for their First national championship mm-hmm. on Saturday night. Trying to become the first SEC team to win a volleyball title. Uh, that'll be against the the Texas Longhorns. So horns down, horns down for the next. Nobody tells Scott Satterfield. Hours. But horns down, big time. Good team. They've got a chance at it. We talked a little bit about coaches. We talked a little bit about recruits. We'll do more of that right now. But Mother's Day, Roush, ain't far away. I think we're going to go to the track for Mother's Day. It's going to be awesome. I love track I uh, for Mother's Day. When Mother's Day's over, I have a very hilarious story to share. But it's... Oh, man, a Roush tease weeks in advance? This is huge. It's it's the dumb it's it's one of the dumber things I've been a part of. So I'm <laughs> very, very much looking forward to spilling the beans on uh, the Roush's Mother's Day plans. But we'll get to that down the road. Uh I hope you're treating your mother to something nice from Genesis Diamonds, TJ, because she brought you into this world. She's dealt with you for years, and you deserve to treat her right. Anybody that's had to deal with me for years deserves something from Genesis Diamonds. But show your mom that you appreciate all that she's done for you and get her a timeless and meaningful gift from Genesis Diamonds. They're on Shelbyville Road Plaza, and they're next to Trader Joe's. Always wonder if Trader Joe's gets a little kickback from that. They got you. Or if they are giving Genesis a kick. Right? Wow. Ooh. That what what an it ooh this is a Wednesday thought advertising in advertising helps split the cost wow. so if Bobby Cook Golf Academy I've seen like, Geico do that uh, do they yeah they'll they'll like double they'll double do, dip on their ads 
they'll bring in like a, a movie coming out and they'll have like Tom oh, yeah, and Jerry right. Stuff like that yeah. does happen. Yeah. Yeah. But like Bobby Cook Golf Academy could be like, hey, we also have a sweet treat from the Sunday Waffles shop or place, whatever, whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. Which there's a funny, kind of funny story. There's this place underneath the Bobby Cook Golf Academy. Bobby Cook Golf Academy, you'll get there and you'll go up just like one flight of stairs and they've got the second level and they're going to expand open to hell, almost having the entire second level. But they have people underneath them. And if you've ever been to like a virtual golf place, um, it's allowed. Ball, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a <laughs> hitting of golf balls constantly. Those balls hit this screen, and then gravity does the work, and the ball hits, plops down, oh, and it that's makes how gravity works. Yep, that sure is, and it plops. And there's this, there is this nice little dessert, like sun. It's like a they do Sundays and they do waffles, and it's I don't really know exactly how to explain it. It's underneath the Bobby Cook Golf Academy, so. After playing at Bobby Cook one time, I was like, I'm going to get my pregnant wife a sweet treat and went and obviously just kind of get myself one, but doing it under the skies of being a caring and loving husband. I go underneath there and it's just, it is so loud. I was like, so you deal with this all day? And she was like, yes. She looked like she was like (laughs) in the shining. She wanted to kill me. It was probably like the people who work the rides at amusement parks and just hear those instructions over the intercom over and over. The worst one was the... It was uh, a Batman-themed raft ride at Six Flags oh, when, yeah. it, when it was Kentucky Kingdom with Six Flags, and it was. Ooh. Didn't one, I think one of those tipped over one time? Yeah, yeah. That's why they don't. I, don't... I think everybody was all right, thankfully. But they. But it was they just like how, down. yeah, how, what, how terrifying would that be? <sighs> those little raft rides are fun, uh, not to the expense of tipping over, but no, and yeah, and usually they aren't as like the 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 log ones are much more fun than the raft, though. If I were ranking my water rides, log flume. No, I like the, I like the rafts ride. better. Rafts because you, you get, get like six people backwards. and everybody's with you and you're having a good time and there's yeah, there's like little like playful there, weird things. You do get that on the log ride though. The log ride at the Holiday World is great. Yeah, because you go through a little cemetery, too. a little yeah, spooky, yeah. and yeah. a little tunnel. Tunnels are great. Apparently, they've what re- goes on in the tunnel stays in the tunnel. They have redone the 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 one at Disney to where they took out the. Oh, wasn't so- one of them. It was like, the Song of the South. Yeah. Which that's a very problematic movie. It did win an Oscar for Zippity Doodah Zippity Day. So we can't cancel that. I remember song. That that's song a great doing song. that ride. So that's no uh, longer. But yeah, they took Br'er Rabbit out and now they have a Princess Frog uh, <laughs> okay. theme, which, by the way, that movie, it came out when Disney was very lame because we were in high school, but great. Great movie. It's, it's probably the last great, I'm not going to say last great Disney movie, but it's the last great cartoon one. All New Orleans themed jazz. Oh, you, didn't watch, you didn't watch Moana? Moana's like 3D, though. Moana's great. Moana's Pixar, no, it's though. An... It's like Ooh. the Pixar animation stuff. Oh, wow. I'm it talking doesn't... straight animation, like cartoon. I'll let you not 3D masterminds stuff. Yeah. battle this out. I have no idea. I thought uh, Disney owned Pixar, but they I could do, be wrong. But I'm talking about from just cartoon versus Pixar-looking stuff. You understand the difference, right, Justin? I guess not. Like Toy Pixar Story. is like kind of like rounded 3D like animations, you know? Yeah, like, like the, Toy Story like is Woody. different than Lion King. Do you get it? You get it? I, I, I Finding guess Nemo. I'll, I guess I'll have to go back and look. I don't. I don't really see the difference. So when I like, watch it. you can't see the difference in Finding Nemo like, and think of like uh, Tarzan. You don't think there's a difference between the animation of Tarzan versus Finding Nemo? No. Oh, I mean Tarzan came out a lot earlier, but yeah. No, yeah, but there's I mean, a, di- but yeah, that's it's, there. it's like a, I'll have to yeah, go, Snow White. I'll have to go watch <laughs> and look for it. 
I'm, I'm really, I, I'm, I'm struggling that we can't get Justin to grasp this concept. No, I, I think he gets it. He just doesn't want to accept it. No, yeah. I don't. I just, I don't know that I realize how different they look. So I, I have right. to go back and look. For, so Justin is like the child who's just like cartoons are cartoons. Yeah, I mean, I, and we are the adults who are like these newfound cartoons in their computers. I, I remember seeing Toy Story and being like, I don't. This is, I don't know if I like this. Yeah, it's a little too much. Like, is it real? Is, is it cartoon? Especially Spike. In my dumb little, like, nine-year-old brain, I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, yeah see, I've never been one of, like, let's look at the quality. I'm all about the story. <laughs> Give me the story. Did you like the story in Princess Red? Princess Frog? Princess Frog? Yeah, yeah. Princess Frog. Oh, that's a great, great. story. Yeah. yeah. Princess Brad. <laughs> I'm my Marriage. name. Marriage! <laughs> that, 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 that's the one with the firefly, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. My uh, name is Ray. Yeah, and he's got his uh, his little mama up in the sky. What does he call her? His, his little juju, mama do. So does Kentucky get in Orlando and Tigo or what? Man, uh, I love the reports of. Oh no, Illinois has got a counter offer. Can I just tell you? I I, I don't I don't know. Uh, not surprising to anybody. I, I I don't know if he stay. It's, I would guess that he's still taking the Kentucky job. I think that he would. This came off as just Illinois being like, hey, fans, we did what we could. Yeah. Like, you know, I know that we may lose two guys to Kentucky, but we did what we could. Threw money at him. This just seems like that's what that, this yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Kentucky, you know, Kentucky doesn't care as long as at the end of the day they get them. And, and Illinois is not outpaying Kentucky. Whatever Illinois wanted to offer, Kentucky can not only match, but top it by whatever number they want to pick. So... I would still expect uh, maybe Orlando. I, I guess what could happen is like if they actually did offer him that money, and I don't. I don't think that these are lies. They probably did, just knowing that it wouldn't matter, and maybe even driving up the price a little bit if you kind of wanted to stick it to Kentucky. But I, I guess there's a possibility, Roush, that like Orlando Antigua could be moved by the effort and the attempt, and think that they have a good thing going at Illinois and wanting to stay there. So potentially that things could change in that regard, but this just seems like a, a pitch to the fans that we did our best, folks. We we're we're committed to basketball, even though we've got to we we Kentucky still kind of took what they wanted. I mean, from you us. want to talk about a bad couple months for Illinois? You th- you're playing like the best team in college basketball for a while. People are saying Gonzaga and Schmaga, they're the best team in the Big Ten. Illinois, Kofi Coburn, Iowa DeSumo. And then you get upset by the little brother in your own state. And now they leave. Pretty much all of their best players have left. And now you're losing all of your assistant coaches too. Man. Guess they aren't partying like it's 2005, am I right? Yeah, I think they were talking about they want to bring back, uh, not Luther Head. Who was the other one? D. D. Williams or D. D Brown. Brown. Yeah. They want to bring back D. Brown as an assistant to replace Orlando Antigua. So I still would fully anticipate Antigua come to Kentucky. That's not certainly isn't inside information, but I would still think that's a go. What if like something did happen though? If you're Cal, are you going back to Joel and being like, do you want the lead assistant job at Kentucky? You're hired. Cause when, whenever that did come out that they counter was like, Oh, so it wasn't in the bag. Who's going to be your lead assistant now? You know, you kind of got left. Him and Holland, but I do ultimately think that, and and also I, I think ultimately Kentucky's yeah. going to get it done. But ju- there's to, just going to be some dramatics down the stretch before to, it happens. To make folks feel a little bit better too, and this is just a John Calipari UK special. They they keep things very close to the vest, which can be obnoxious for 
folks in our professions, but who cares? Nobody feels bad for us, and they shouldn't. This was orchestrated. Like, Barbie and Joel get announced for new jobs on the same, same day. day. Huh. And I don't know if the plan I, – I, I don't think that the plan has changed in the, that regard, but this is well orchestrated, and I don't think John Calipari is going to lose Barbie and Justice and have and come up empty on his top choice. Ain't going to happen. Yeah. So that's good news. Let's get a few texts. We'll talk some transfer news. Scotty Pippen Jr. is in the transfer portal, which is huge and should be Kentucky's absolute number one option. And I'm sorry, folks, if you want Ty Ty Washington, who I like, over Scotty Pippen Jr., you, you're, you're a loon. I don't know what else to say. Like, there's just no, there'd be no <laughs> rationale behind that. So I can't understand the people that would like, if, unless you think Ty Ty Washington's going to be the number one overall pick in the draft. Scotty Pippen Jr. is freaking good. Scotty Pippen Jr. Even really when he good. played bad in Kentucky the second time, I think he had 12 assists. I mean, and this is for a bad Vandy team that really only had Horrible. him and Dylan Disu. And I know that. When Disu entered the transfer portal, it was like, oh, bring Vandy to Kentucky and then actually be good. That would be great. But apparently, Disu's going to go back home to Texas. All of the te- He's going to play for Chris Beard. 90% chance that's going to happen. But nevertheless, Chris the- Beard's doing some good things. Pippen has not officially entered the portal yet. That's why you haven't seen the news everywhere. Uh, Fisher just put it up on their. Dude averaged 21 points in the SEC. <laughs> There is a chance, and again, I'm saying this as somebody that likes Ty Ty Washington and think Kentucky would be fortunate to land him, although I started seeing him like following some Kansas stuff, so that worries me a little bit, but you can always get burnt looking into social media. Ty Ty Washington could play five years of college basketball and maybe never average 21 points a game, <sighs> and he could still be an absolute stud of a college basketball player. That's 21 points per game, folks. But the turnovers, I don't care. You shouldn't care either. No, not at all. Texter says, please stop rapping, Roush. That's yep. a good text. Mm-hmm. Yep, that was uh, said twice. So, yeah, suck it, TJ. TJ, assume you know Eric Banks? I don't. Oh, well, <laughs> skip that then. He's trying to do the Lamb Chop name game with you. Did you like that name, Lamb Chop? I don't know what you're talking about. Lamb to Kai, you're a Lamb Chop. Oh, oh, oh. So, Lamb to Kai, you got to remember, we got kicked off or fall rush my second year. So I didn't really get knee deep into it. The name sounds a little familiar, but I, I don't think he was around Carlton when I was. brother, probably. Yeah, sounds about right. But uh, Lambda Kai, great fraternity. We had a real hoot. Justin Rowland just said he thinks Antigua would be the biggest get for the program since Anthony Davis, LMAO. What on earth do these folks think assistant coaches do? <laughs> There's truth to that, too. Like, assistant well, coaches matter, mm-hmm. but... There's also, Who were the assistant coaches in '98? See, it's just stuff you don't like. You know, you remember the head coach. You, you remember day, assistants because uh, Patino had that one staff that had Billy Donovan and Tubby Smith on it. Yeah, you know, like you, you, that's how you remember assistants. Also, I don't think Roland was in the UK scoop game back when Antigua was here. Am I right or wrong? But assistant coaches do a lot of talking. So, well, I think he's always had some connections with football, but. Uh, right, that's what I mean, though. But I don't know if he was doing cats. Was well, I guess he probably would have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because let's be honest, Coach O, Coach O, he liked to talk to folks as well. If he comes back, he's going to be sharing scoop as well. Yes, that's yeah. how it works. I and I, you know, 
one tired narrative is that like, oh, Calipari's trying, and we may even said that yesterday. I may be guilty of this as much as anybody because we did that last year with Jay Lucas. People were like, well, you can't say Cal's not trying to mix things up. Oh, we definitely said this uh, yesterday. Where it was like, hey. People wanted to change. Here you go. Here you got it. Well, I'm using that as like people that are whining quit. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like here's your treat. There you go. Woof, and there and, and there is truth to it as well. Treat. But like Cal also brought it, you know it, the idea that like he had he hasn't constantly tried to kind of mix things up one way or another. He's tried different recruiting approaches. He's done different things, and most of it's worked because Kentucky's consistently been pretty good. Yep. And I'm also just starting. I, I was it was on my walk yesterday. I was thinking. That like, I I don't know if Kentucky will ever be bad at basketball again. Like every all these transfers want to come play for Kentucky, and I think Cal is just. I don't know how Cal's recruiting is going to look moving forward because I think he's going to tell himself and folks that like continuity close cover your ears real quick. But I think every year he's going to be like, this is basically just AAU now, and there's no rules in AAU that I can't go take the best players if they want to come play for me. Every year, Kentucky can go pick what transfers they want. It's 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 a like this transfer well, rule that all these people wanted. It's going to be a complete game changer. Where places like Kentucky do and Duke didn't Duke like the recruiting class and they got some dudes that were returning, so they didn't have to hit the. This is Duke's. You'll never see them take fewer transfers again, because the big schools are just going to say, "Oh, we're." We can get this dude that averaged 18 points in a Power 5 conference, but he just doesn't want to play for a crappy, terrible team again? Come on over. It's going to be insane, folks. And it, it, we've got that situation with Kentucky this, where it's like you've got too many options. You don't know. You just have to figure out which ones are the best, Roush. And when you pull the and, – and you don't – and that's it's fun. This is exciting. I'm loving this transfer stuff. I was somebody that was like, oh, I don't want free agency in college sports because it's going to be different. But this is what you suckers wanted, and I'm enjoying every second of it. Because Kentucky's just going to pick and choose each and every year what players they want to bring into the program, and it's, they're going to get top choice, just like they normally do in recruiting, but there's going to be less cheating in the transfer portal. Yeah, I would. I want to agree with you, but I didn't think last year could have been possible either. I just didn't. So uh, last year, I, I will at least chalk it up to COVID weird anomaly, injuries, basically everything that could go wrong did go wrong. But um, so I want to be with you, but that's going to be a lot of my takes uh, going into the next basketball season. Is I want to get on board, but I, you know, last year was so weird. We I that get was it. the anything it. could happen, and it was all of the bad things happened, and none of the good. And I and I think if Kentucky like the but the the market wasn't as hot last year. That's true. Like it's already doubled. It's Kentucky already doubled from what well it has it last too. year, and they got Sar from it, which yeah. was great. They missed on on Harms Harms way, but they got Mints, which was a nice scoop. But we were like, what other guards could they get? We didn't know. Like Mints was a felt like a, that just came out of left field. Yeah. I remember when that story came, I was like, Davion Mints. Like, that's weird. I didn't even know he was in the. Tra- I didn't even know he was looking to transfer. So you didn't have as much of it last season. It, it's already past fifteen hundred names, I think, and it's it's going to be like this. Mm-hmm. So I'm I, I'm loving it. It's going to be good for Kentucky. Uh, it should be good for places like Louisville, but Louisville, Chris Mack, that dingus settled. He, it, like you're telling me that one of these dudes wouldn't have wanted to go play for U of L. Ah, second Chris Mack. So uh, they don't. Okay. They, they have one transfer inside the top seventy of the ranked transfers. That's not great. 
But they could have probably gotten a, the Wheeler kid from Georgia. Mm. He would have been a great a great pickup. IU, they brought it. They got plenty of transfers. They hit the market well. IU should be a place that benefits from this if they can ever be good again. We'll be good again. Eh. People want to go play in front of fans. Don't that's why so I do. That's why I go on my little shtick about fake it till you make it in football. Like show up to games because people want to play in front of packed houses. So as dorky and bad as IU has, there's nothing else to do in Bloomington. They go to the games. Three head coaches. <laughs> Three Texture head says, coaches. Canadian listener here. Keep up the good work, fellas. Oh, thanks. I love texts like that from our Canadian friends. Yeah. Who are you listening to in Canada, the Canadian listeners? Ooh, that's a good point. Uh, Max Duffy could be going to Canada. No, he's an NFL punter. He'll be in the NFL. Yeah, but he actually got drafted by the CFL. Oh, really? Yeah, that's they, awesome. They, I, Did he know it? Oh, he didn't. Did he he didn't. It? He didn't submit his name or anything. <laughs> Makes me wonder if I've been drafted by the CFL because they just they just took like a bunch of Aussie punters, hoping that they won't go to the NFL. Hmm. Yeah. If I were like, hey, he's Australian. I don't know how he feels about living in Canada. Who? What yeah. team drafted him? No idea. I, I actually Winnipeg. forgot to post it. Edmonton. Because it just went under the rug. But, man, imagine that. Yeah. You could have go to British Columbia. But, like, if he was just cool living in a – if it was, like, a cool Canadian city, he's – how old – what is he, 26? However old he is? 27, maybe. Just get paid to go punt a football? Yeah, like, that would be bad. Not bad at all. Probably wouldn't be making necessarily a, a – let's see. Toronto. Yeah, he, Toronto would be an awesome place to live. Expensive place, but awesome. Yeah, Toronto's huge. Actually, didn't love Toronto. We're going to be honest. <laughs> uh, Texture says it'll probably come out today because I'm sending this in, but do we think UK Frederick or Soul playing the commitment because of all the tampering shouts? Maybe. Uh, I think I, so. I think that you just don't want it to be too obvious. But, right, right. Uh, this one is pretty obvious. Yep. Uh, I'm excited about it, folks. Texture says justice to UNC. Complete guess would be a good spot to be closer to home. Not even sure if there's room on that staff. Hey, yeah. you texted that, and I was like, eh, that you know, if there's room on the staff, it would be closer they, home. Kind of went the other way, though. They uh, hired their guys. I wonder what the connection to Hurley is, though. Don't know. Yeah. And this is also, like, I, I do I would love to know the truth, like, if Calipari helped in this regard at all. Because Cal's not going to leave his guys out to dry. And what a gig for Joel. Like, Arizona mm-hmm. State, lead recruiter out there. Kind of seems like Hurley's not afraid to play the game a little bit, if you know what I mean. So Justice may be able to spread his wings in recruiting oh, a man. little bit more. What I what I saw from Jack, too, did you see Jack's tweet after the fact? No. It was uh, something along the lines of that Joel never got true independence when it came to his guys. So huh. That's interesting. Yeah, so like a lot of times uh, – uh, let, let me try to scroll down and find I want to get the exact wording right because I think it's important. Uh, UK losing Joel Justice hit. I don't think he was ever appreciated for the relationships, he, long-term relationships he built with families. Criticized for the high-profile high recruiting losses that were out of his hands. The biggest aspect of this is trust. Don't think Calipari ever completely dr- trusted Justice to make significant calls on the recruiting trail, something he'll be able to do at Arizona State. Caltro Antigua, both in scouting and development, UK needed that piece back on his staff. I don't buy that, but that's not to say that I Jack could be spot on in that. I could be totally wrong. I don't buy that. Why are you looking at me like that? I, it, it's not like I'm not trying to make a hot take. I just I, I don't buy that. Yeah, that's fair enough. I think Joel had a lot of say. I think he brought in some guys that that were kind of his call. And we're just like, I like this dude. And they said, yeah, and yeah. And a lot of times, those guys worked out. 
I don't buy that, but that's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting to hear that. It's I've never heard that yeah. and uh, could totally be true. And I'll, I kind of want to look into it myself a little bit. I won't probably, but it's uh, that's crazy. Crazy. Texter says, when in doubt. Oh, but also, how about Joel also being in Phoenix? Oh, yeah. Gosh. I think he'll, he'll like it out there. Yeah. And also, he'll be able to like go out to dinner where people won't recognize him. And Oh, yeah. Probably be be like, is that Joel? Yeah. <laughs> uh, when in doubt, smash those nostalgia and nepotism <laughs> buttons. Cal is the GOAT. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. Brad is coming back, according to Kyle Tucker. Pending a nepotism hearing? Yeah, you got to jump through hoops when you hire a family. It's formalities. And again, folks, be I didn't nice. Know that he made it uh, official. Be Is nice. And there's no reason Brad Calipari couldn't be a good assistant coach someday. Yeah. And Everybody's also, got to start somewhere. It's a GA, who cares? If your dad was a Hall of Fame coach, it seems like a good place to start. Let's all just chill out. Although I haven't really seen like negative stuff, so that's been nice. Yeah. Roush, did Roland get you triggered with his tweet? In other words, would you like salt on those fries? No, Roland did not get me triggered. At all. <laughs> the timing of this stuff makes it hard. You can't turn down Ty Ty if he wants to commit next week, but that could cost you someone like Carr or Zegarowski. Those guys are good enough that you could that you'd think a point guard commit wouldn't scare them away, but you never know. Yeah, and Big Blue uh, Express, yeah. choo-choo. Well, here, yeah. They keep they keep saying Zagorowski, and, well, they've, and they've had some good info. Here's so the I'm next not... text. Just put out an update on where he said to keep an eye on Zagorowski. said he's the staff's top target if he pulls out of the draft. Also said Brooks is likely to transfer and Mintz is likely to leave for what it's worth. Uh, you know what? I will never hop on the Big Blue Express. <laughs> Ever. Done. Count me out. Just because of the tweet last night? No, no, no. It's mostly just the, like, Put your stuff somewhere. There's the Big Blue Express is just a Twitter account. It's not uh, anything else. No, I think it's a website. Have you been to it? No. Go, go to it. There's nothing on it. Okay. Other than, sorry, we didn't have anything this year because we couldn't get credentials. It's like, that doesn't mean you can't post your stuff somewhere. They've just tried to become a Twitter insider, and I just don't like it. I'm just not a fan because when you try to be average Joe Twitter insider, then you do some things that you shouldn't do as a journalist. But I feel like you're being a little mean. I am. This person's just trying. Let's see. Yeah, I just, I just don't like. I don't like the way they're going about it. But everybody's got to start somewhere. Yeah, there. But there's also a difference in they're the learning express source for all things UK. There's a difference between learning scoop and just sharing all of the scoop you get. You shouldn't do that. Why not? People will quit telling you things. Eventually. Well, then let him figure, or let him or her. I don't know who it is. Apparently, let, it's both of them. It's they're like a tandem wife. And apparently, they're nice folks. I don't know. Them wait, from it's Adam. a couple. Yeah, it's, it's like cool. a husband and what? wife. What? The the that's awesome. The wife like takes pictures. The husband shares scoop. I just I just don't like insider things in general. And I think you're just oh, who cares? Sports are supposed to be fun. Even if he's ro- even if he's wrong about stuff, then that's that can even be fun. Like yeah, it, but the way you go about it, just he's by, tweeting. Me. He's tweeting. She's tweeting. They're tweeting. They're having a good time. Yep. Uh, but they they've been on the second. But yeah, Mince is not coming back. I think we've been saying that for a good bit. The Brooks transferring thing. He's not the only one that has said. That maybe it's all just the information's coming from the same person. I don't know. He's not the only person that has been hinting at Brooks transferring. 
why, why, why for Brooks? Why would I don't, you know, Kentucky can get somebody better than Brooks. You can go get Trey Mitchell from UMass and it'd be a major upgrade. You could, you know, the Vandy guy is going to go to Texas, but Mm -hmm. that would have been an upgrade as well. Kentucky could go get somebody that does things similar or better than Brooks. But one, I like Brooks. I want him to stay. Two, he is a stretch four, which is what this team needs. So he would, there'd be, there's a spot for him. And three, where are you transferring to? I will add that. And why? This, uh, unless Isaiah Jackson came back, in which case, but he's not. The Terrence Clark news is also going to add a human element to this. When we try to make pros and cons lists for all this stuff or reasons where you would go, blah, 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 it adds a completely different human element where maybe players will want to get the hell out of there because they just can't you know show up to the locker room every day you know like it's too tough on them or maybe they want to honor Terrence Clark by returning to Kentucky and playing for him like you you have no idea what's going on in the heads of these 20 year old kids who have just gone through something terrible the thing that's so again as we're getting back into the thing that's and and it's good time for a break anyways the thing that's so heartbreaking though is like it probably is a good example of like hey go get your money because you know life's short and that's the thing that sucks so much is he literally the day before was tweeting about signing with Clutch. It's uh, it, it it it's 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 heartbreaking. But you are right that that is going. They're eighteen. It's on the minds of our us adults, mm-hmm. everybody, but especially like an eighteen year old, nineteen year old kid, and it will factor one way or another. We don't know, but yeah, that's a good point, Roush. Let's go to a break. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Roll Radio. Up. We'll come back and we'll finish up the text line. This is KRC on the Big X. For the party to get naughty, get my rocks on. Eat popcorn, watch you move your body till the pop song that I'm singing, ding a ringing, funky beats ringing. Everybody swinging in the place as I kick the J's, easy watch style. RB mixing it with the hip hop swing beat. Champagne in my hand, it won't be long till I'm gone. It's just the same old song. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Everybody in the car, boat leads in two minutes. <laughs> Or perhaps you don't want to see the second largest ball of twine on the face of the earth, which is only four short hours away. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call for the game for the national championship volleyball game tomorrow night. Get Salsaritas catered to your house. The Three Amigos is what I would recommend. It is queso. It is their spicy, hot, delicious, perfect salsa. And it's guacamole, which is gross, but some people supposedly like it. The beauty of Salsaritas, too, is if you just wanted three big old tubs of the hot, beautiful, yeah, dude, delicious, just so awesome good. salsa, <laughs> it's so good. you could get three tubs of that. If you're a queso person, you want to get real cheesy, get three tubs of the queso. And then if you're some weirdo, you could do guac or any combination. It's also it. important that you use the phrase tub because it's a big, it's, it's not just a little tin little container. No, it's a tub. It's a vat. Of delicious salsa. Get the three amigos and mm. thank us later. Do it. Salsaritas, deliciously different. It's uh, two locations, Middletown St. Matthews. Download the app. You'll save a little money on those three amigos, but don't show up to the party without some salsaritas this weekend. A texter, where are we at? Uh, Mayor of Easttown on HBO. Did you watch the first episode? Has a lot of potential. So my friend watched it, and I'm intrigued by it, but it just seems like the same show HBO has made a million times. Oh, is it just like something A weird? cop with, that is going to have to bend the rules, or an investigator that's going to have to bend the rules, and they may not like what they find, and it ultimately may change them. Yeah. 
Like it just seems like it's going to be one of those shows, which they've We've, had literally a million. We have of them. so many good shows coming up too that are coming back. Uh, Master of None is finally back after what? a long time. That's coming back in May. Good. And then we have in June we have Dave is coming back. Okay. Did you, love, you love Dave. Dave. Dave was love great. Dave. The milking episode is just all timer. Uh, and then in July, Ted Lasso. So we're about to have a good run of TV coming back. That sounds good. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if anybody watched The Circle on Netflix, but that's it's back. Cool. You said when? When's Dave coming back? Uh, June. Love it. Yeah. Love. Like I, I'm actually in the process of rewatching the first season, and it's just as funny this time around as it was the first time. We're watching it right now too. I've, we've enjoyed it. It's not, I think, the funniest show of all time, he's but just, I've enjoyed it. He's just such an awkward guy. I think he makes the show. I mean, because I can, I can see that being like his actual life. The, my only issue with it, and it is funny, I do like it. I don't want it to it has come its off moments, as, yeah. Is like, it's almost just like the same arc every episode. I can see uh, that. Like, it ends up changing around. I've only watched a few. For oh, yeah, tour, yeah, yeah. But the it's just kind of like, three oh, good thing different. happens, oh, not that great. And then just wait till you hear his freestyle on the last episode. Oh, it's sweet. Was it technically a freestyle? Well, if, probably you know, not, but it, it's awesome. It also is not like what happened in reality. It's, no, it's fictionalized. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't rap on the Breakfast Club when he actually did the interview. Yeah, apparently it went horribly. It did. Yeah, yeah. they were just talking about his. You know what? The whole time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get back to this text line. We'll be we? sad to see Justice go. Really liked him and think he's a lot better than most fans give him credit for. Good assistant. Good with the players. Good at looking at things from a more analytic perspective. Need someone like that on the staff, especially an analytic part. Yeah, I uh, I agree. Justice was a good assistant. He, there was just a few dinguses that didn't like him for whatever reason, but that's an uh, Arizona State will be a good spot for him, and I don't mind Kentucky bringing in Orlando and Tigua either, but uh, I think Justice has a bright future, so I agree with the texter. Texter says, let me actually clarify that I'm not a Canadian listener, but rather an American that listens in, or that lives in Canada. Okay. But still, you're technically Canadian if you're in Canada. You're our Canadian listener. Yeah. No, no. You're a proud American north of the border. Texter says... Enemy territory. Behind enemy lines. Fart Fran McCaffrey. All my homies hate Fran McCaffrey. I'm a big Fran McCaffrey guy. Would UK fans rather have Mojito Mac as its basketball coach or Sadie Daddy Scott Satterfield as the football coach? Easy. Easy answer to this one. I don't know, man. Easy, They're both so bad. Easy as It's got to be pie. Mac, though. It's yeah? easily yeah. Mac. You yeah. don't want anything to do with Satterfield. Same, yeah, and it took so long to build up the program. Think how quickly he could just make it crumble. Mac stinks, but there's a chance he, he had good. good teams at Xavier. That's factual. Yeah. Why it hasn't worked out at UofL, I don't know. It is funny now, though. Like, UofL fans just so much adopt the personality of coaches they like in good winning times. That that like UVL's fan base is Bobby Petrino and Rick Petino, whether or not they mm-hmm. like it. Like they that's who they they and identify Tom. with. And Tom, it's yeah. just we want to win. We want we want it to be a fun style at all costs. Like that's too. that's the thing is that like Charlie Strong had a good thing going, and some people there didn't like like him because it wasn't fun. It was defense. Yeah. So Losers. if they ever get another coach than Mac, it's got to be a big better. It's got to be a bigger and better personality. They, they they need somebody in there that's gonna like be able to, and I think that like Mac has taken his little jabs at Kentucky, mm-hmm. but it just kind of comes off as sad. Well, also it comes out as a little try hard. It is, yeah. yeah. 
fan. Yeah, I agree. U of L fans like it, but I I don't blame them. But I know that they're also kind of matches their personality to an extent. That's actually true. <laughs> That's a good point. I'm like a little dorky. Yeah. It's like oh, get out of here. Like you rub their head. He like rub their head Give and you just, yeah. Oh wait, there's no hair. This has got to be painful. <laughs> Start a fire. Okay, first time watching volleyball, so probably going to sound dumb, but I feel like the serve is almost always hit, so it's going to go out of bounds. Why don't they ever let it go out? Sometimes you may be right, but, but most of the time... They're, that- they're, they come in at such an angle where it's yeah going towards the ground. I mean, you saw a couple aces last night, too, where they thought it was going out. The one that yeah, you Teeler like a total had, dingus when you just let it hit the ground, she too. buried in the corner. I mean, you couldn't have a more perfect serve. Yeah. And she just dropped it right in there. And the one girl for Washington... The server, she was the one that served like seven straight against UFL and basically just single-handedly almost won that game by serving. The tall, skinny girl for Washington, like Mogaboa, she had a name. Was as, it the Russian? Yeah. Yeah. From St. Petersburg? In, I was wondering, how far is St. Petersburg to Washington? Probably to pretty Seattle. far because it's on the uh, west side of Russia. Oh, yeah, you're right. So Sunny. Moscow's on the other side. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was going to say, because if it was like Moscow, that'd be a nice little pipeline. Just go get the best like Russian volleyball players, well, bring them on over to the West Coast. Most of Brooks' teammates were like from Eastern Europe, Eastern Bloc countries because her coach was former Soviet Union uh, volleyball player. Yeah, because they just like breed. It's like six foot yeah. six people breeding with six foot four people. But that girl, she her hands were enormous. And she was just deliver. Like she would she would cock her arm back, put it in like I mean it was almost like she was loading up the gun, and then just drill balls down. I mean she had a couple aces last night that were impressive. I I want to know the the height weight though. Was it like six three, buck twenty? I mean, all skin and bones and enormous hands. It was a sight to behold. She is I want to say six four. Let's say oh yeah six one. No weight. So six one or six four? Six one. It's a big difference. Yeah, it's a big difference. <laughs> six one, it's all though. Wish I was six one. Uh, Texas says good morning. I'm currently as stressed watching UK volleyball team play as I would if it was men's basketball. And suck it, Paul Sunderland. Have a great show, UK fans. <laughs> There's a, another person says. Also, these announcers are no good Husky butt kissing dingus. They really were. So I, I wasn't butt. really listening. I didn't, I couldn't hear it too well. It wasn't too bad, but it was like, hey, uh, you know. Like they they kept saying that the Huskies they're fighting to stay in this match. It's like no, they've been getting their tails kicked in. <laughs> like they're down by eight points right now. Yeah, suck it, Huskies. I guess you know they're trying to give them a little bit of something, but they better they better be nice to UK this weekend. Damn it. Texter says, okay, first time I've watched over 30 seconds of UK volleyball, but I may be hooked. Dang, that sir, third set was a killer. Go Cats. The thing that is nice too, when you get those really long points where they they rally and you're sprinting to the sideline to save it, and it's just the anxiety, like oh, oh, come on, oh. it's great. It's it, my favorite part is just like when UK serving because you you're at such advantage receiving the serve. Yeah. So like when UK serving. And then when Washington or whatever team they're playing, you know, they'll do their little set and then like Kentucky's able to handle the spike. Yeah. And then it's like, all right, now you're yeah, now you're in trouble. <laughs> now you're in trouble because now it's Kentucky's turn. I think UK hit well. I don't know what their numbers were yesterday compared to other tournament games, but like every time I, I feel confident every time that they go up for a spike that it's gonna be something good. And they got blocked a few times, which is gonna happen when you're in the semifinal national semifinals. But I think they're I think Kentucky's attack is like what they're 
known for. I think they're like an and, offensive team. But what's what's nice is that here, right, here in Brook being like I would agree. They gotta change it. They gotta set the back row. They haven't set the back row up enough. Or like that's a terrible set. And I'm starting to figure out what a bad set is or not. Like if it's too far off the net or if it's too predictable. Like mm-hmm. I I'm at least starting to pick it out enough. But uh also love the Love when a tip works. I get so mad when they don't tip, like when they tip it too much. I'm just like, swing the swing, come on, you know, hit the damn ball. But that's, when a tip works, it is beautiful. That's my best trait in volleyball because I'm I can spike a little bit, but not well um, by any stretch of the imagination. But I'm really good at being able to like keep an eye on where the person on the other side of the net is. Like the person closest to me, and being able, like, all right, if they're playing up, I'm just going to go over their head, and the person behind is either going to have to dive or not dive, or if they're playing back, I'm literally going to just kiss it right over the net. I will. I love tips. So when they work, and this is just drinking league volleyball, so I I can make it work a lot. Not these soon to be professionals where it's like to be able to tip it against these girls, pretty impressive. I will give you some advice, though, TJ. Please. Never tip against when you're playing a team of four. Like if it's a sixes league, oh, is that like fours. frowned upon? Yeah, it's like, like you you should you shouldn't tip when it's fours. I, that's like a that's like a uh, unwritten rule kind of deal. Interesting, never yeah. heard that before. I'm sure I have, but we've definitely had people tip against us when we've only had four. I don't mind it. Hey, you you got to do what you got to do. You got to win the game. Yeah, but it's also like you know, I'm usually playing it. Like I didn't get to shower after volleyball last night, which is like my big no no. Oh, I'm just yeah, finding sand in like uh, yeah <laughs> places you don't want sand to be. Ooh, Rocket City Rob here. Morning, gents. Watching UK wins the volleyball team and never have watched a volleyball until the Purdue game. Oh, my gosh. So much hugging and clapping for every play, no matter the outcome. Kind of awesome. Roush, your wife is a former volleyball player, right? So had a question. Do the players wear makeup during the games? I mean, that's pretty obvious, Rob. Uh, Kentucky's <laughs> look like they are going to celebrate after in Washington is um, more, well, hippies from Washington. LOL. Go Cats and keep up the good work. Yeah, it's it's they, they do in, in all women's sports. I mean, I find that women. Weird. Not a woman, and I'm free with everybody doing whatever they want. I don't. It's gonna be really hard to offend me. I just don't get it. It's just that's what my they want to do. My wife was like, "Well, they're on national TV. They want to look good yeah. if they're gonna be on national TV. That's what." And it doesn't like run, do. so it's like I, you know, because that would what be would be my worry is old Jackie Moon, you know, and all of a sudden, it was <laughs> <laughs> what a good prank that'd be. Like, <laughs> get to your teammate, makeup. yeah, <laughs> just, <laughs> just you're in the national eyes. championship. Ah! <laughs> Look like a clown. You look like a monster. Well, that, is, but it is kind of funny though because you'll get other sports, women's sports, where they will put like you know softball. Sometimes that's maybe practical with the sun, but like you don't they always see you don't always see softball players wearing makeup. Sometimes, like why in, why in volleyball do they not want to look more intimidating? It's just this is what it is. I get, and also, I it, it's probably one of those two where you're not dripping sweat as much because it's more quick burst, fast twitch muscles. You're not sprinting for a long time, so. I just, but want, also, I just want somebody to be like, out there in face paint. Let's let's be honest though. Different cultures in volleyball versus softball. I'm not sure I understand. Type of players. I, I really don't think I understand. And if you're alluding to what you may actually be alluding to, I don't know if that's necessary. I mean, you again, you may know better than I, but I've, I don't think I've just I've dated volleyball even before my wife was in the volleyball girls. The volleyball girls were the pretty softball? girls you... who were like the they were the mean girls. A lot of the volleyball chicks I knew were the mean girls, the kind of bullies of the school, if you will. Did you ever date any softball girls? I, I, I maybe technically <laughs> one. I mean I don't know if you didn't you'd do co- much dating. Yeah. <laughs> 
Sorry, Jensen, Texas Jen, just watching the women's volleyball game, and I have so many questions, but go Cats. Heard your response, TJ, and yes, I will play that recording, and if anyone asks why I'm in pastels and shorts. So suck it, pastel, and Bermuda short haters. Yeah, Cats, suck it, Washington. Yo, Husky-ass Huskies, bring that <laughs> title home to Lexington. What do you say? Yeah, Hashtag volleyball Now we're horns down. Yeah, horns all the way down. Texter said, Bullet East Beast here. I've been going back and watching the challenge this past week. I've watched Rivals 1, Invasion of the Champions, Fresh Meat 2. Where are you getting all these? And Dirty 30. few takeaways. Nicole from Invasion of the Champions is insufferable. I hate her accent and neck. Hearing her say peanut butter made me want to pull my hair out and shove it in my ears. No offense, Nick. I know you don't have... Hair, oh, hair or God. ears. <laughs> no, duh, duh, come on. It's Friday. Give me a break here. He says, suck it. I love Laurel. Ammo was wearing a collar that said lady and a necklace that said the B word at the same time, which was pretty bold. I typically pick one or the other. Which season should I watch next? Let's get some beers, said Bolody's Peace. Where are you getting these Bolody's Peace? I want to watch these seasons again. Probably Paramount Plus. They're all on Paramount Plus? I would think so, because Viacom owns it. Have you watched did you watch Double Agents Bullet East Peace? Because this was uh you watched that one. Texter says, I'm headed to Omaha. Nice. Go cats and send your best wishes that they bring home the natty. Go get that big one. Did you see her seats? Phenomenal. Was that Shannon O'Bannon who sent that in? Gotta be. Well, well, could there's oh. multiple Kentucky fans. You know there's more than one. I do. Well, she went to the game last night, so I would only assume. I, mean, I, that was I think she lives in Omaha, well. though, so she wouldn't be heading to Omaha, right? Or maybe she that's doesn't. true. Who knows? I could be wrong. But if it was somewhere closer and a cool city, I'd be there. Like if this was in Cincinnati, you think you would go? Yeah, Indianapolis. So apparently, they set the uh, the record for most people to ever watch a volleyball game in North America at the Yum Center a few years back, back oh. in like fourteen. So. Keep rotating it back here. But, yeah, no, I. if it was within oh, – What if it was in Louisville? Even if it was in three hours, like Nashville or I don't yeah, know, Nashville, three hour. I don't – St. Louis would be the one where I'd maybe – I would probably do St. Louis. Chicago, eh. Chicago Chicago's was, a cool city, though. Yeah, we have friends up there, so actually we probably wouldn't make an excuse to go to Chicago. Yeah. Uh, Texter says, Sea of Blue is saying and not good about news about Brooks and Mints. You guys hearing that? No, they just used Big Blue Express's report, so same thing. Also, give me DeSue over Brooks any day and let's go. Uh, sorry to I, I, DeSue to Texas. Sorry. Sorry, Texture. To kind of burst that brain. burst that bubble. Mallet that elusive quality Oaks Derby double lock it in. Uh, it's essential quality, not elusive quality. And no, you got to go with the Cox double double travel call, who's second in the point standings for the Oaks. I think I'm going to do a Cox double and a Cox trifecta in the Derby. All the Cox. John here. Good morning to all. Such sad news yesterday with the passing of Terrence Clark. Prayers to his family, coaches, and friends. Let's go get number nine for Clark and Ben. With all the passing lately, it makes me think of the song Gone Too Soon, sung by Michael Jackson. Okay, just a little basketball talk. It sucks that McClung took his name out of the portal. I guess it's time to keep looking at Ty Ty and CJ Frederick. Well, got to go. Talk to you later. And then he direct messaged me to let me know that he did not know Scotty Pippen Jr. was in there. He also likes him as well. Oh, okay, good. I still like Marcus Carr, and Mm -hmm. uh, I guess keep an eye on Zagorowski because choo-choo. 
texter asks, who is Brad Cox? He's He was the trainer of the year last year in horse racing. Uh, his horse won the oak. She dares the devil. Big upset. Roush and has, he's a got three in the has a huge crush there's, on him. Did you know there's never been a Louisville area-born trainer win the Kentucky Derby? I did, yes. And so he's one of the – and Greg Foley is the other one. Uh, his horse, Obizos, is a live long shot. It closed well in its last race. Uh, so I, I'm probably going to sprinkle some on Obizos as well. He had a, Foley had a horse last year that came in fifth, major fed. So oh, yeah, who could forget? Cracking, getting getting closer to getting one of those Louisville guys to win one. Uh, Texture asks TJ, how is the name search going for your baby girl? When do, what goes into this process when deciding? It's going well. Um, if it was a boy, it'd be the just Terry the third. Mm-hmm. So it was going to be easy there. The girl and Hannah doesn't love that name, uh, but you know she can suck it. But the girl. She's gonna, gonna kind of she's gonna yeah, Terry with a, <laughs> Terry, Terry with an eye at the end Terry yeah so uh, we think we know what it is she has more say with it being a girl's name and she has one that she likes and I'm on board with it so we think that we're going to nice. do that Carolina yeah no I'll tell no, you no. all when we make it official or you just tell us when they're born we don't need to know. Okay. Yeah. You won't find out ever. Yeah. Well, no, but that's a good, that's a big, like, did you tell somebody? You can't be sharing names if you're not supposed to kind of deal. You know? No, I think, like, everybody I know pretty much is having a baby. So we're when we're ready to announce it, I think we just want to lock that in so nobody takes it. Oh, that is a good point. Very good point. Because what if we have we it in our mind, but we don't tell anybody until, like, the yeah. baby's born, and then, like, our friend has a baby two weeks before and has that name? We had a friend, or we had we a probably, name that we liked, and... Baby born five weeks before. Wow. Yeah. So then you I had mean, to go to Duke. We we knew no, but we knew a How long time in advance <laughs> that they were gonna name their baby this. And it was a girl's name too. So Duke, not a girl. One of my best friends, they're due like five days after us. And literally the two names that are front that are our front runners, they have said that they have strongly considered as well. And they're kind of like out there na- not out there names, but they're not it's not like Claire. You know, it's they're a little they got a little spice to them. We'll tell you all later. Gotcha. You guys want to take these texts to the... Yeah, we can just finish it. Bluey is the only kid show worth watching. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, PJ Masks, Paw Patrol, and all the others are trash. Oh, Paw Patrol. I do like Bluey. It's pretty fun. They're Australian. Australian dogs. They're cattle dogs. Isn't there... There's another one that I've heard about where my brother-in-law thinks the cartoon teacher is good-looking. What? But I forget what the name is. That's weird. She found a new brother. But, but he showed me a picture, and he like wasn't going back to like kind of the Pixar animation cartoon <laughs> thing. Like she did look pretty good. Uh, Texture says Justin Roll in the Philip Rivers of Kentucky sports media. <laughs> when you go to give someone a dap up, but they go for the fist bump or vice versa, how do you finesse the situation besides laughing it off? Laugh it off. I punch him in the face. <laughs> TJ and Roush, has there ever been a time where you hit a ball when playing golf and you had to scream four? You spelled spelled four wrong. And yes. It's not the you're not yelling the number four. Yeah, no, and I felt the last time I played, it was at Seneca. And, you know, those holes are pretty close together, that first and the tenth. And the fairways are kind of close together. Yeah, but like I yelled four, but the wind was blowing away. I don't think they heard it, and my buddy hit the cart. (laughs) I don't think they saw it. Yeah, so if you want to know where four came for, 
Four, originally a Scots interjection, is used to warn anyone standing blah, blah, blah. These caddies were often warned about oncoming balls by shout of the term four caddy, which was eventually shortened to just four. Gotcha. Texture asks, would you three ever participate in a golf scramble? Of course. I feel like that would be good vibes. How many times would your shot be used if you guys played, Justin? I'd like to think, well, playing, it depends on who our fourth is. Yeah. But TJ's probably a smidge better than me. I know I'm better than you. I'd say probably like 12 to 15. I No, but I do think that ultimately a lot of ours, we would be pretty equal. Yeah. Like I would probably, I would have some big drives that we would use, uh, Justin, you all would have some nice chips. I'm not sure. an amazing scramble player for what it's worth because I don't hit the ball super far. Um, I'm pretty good for approaches. I can be good for approaches, but I can also be terrible. Yeah. Um, and then I used to be a good chipper, but I don't know what the hell happened there. And then I am a pretty good putter if I can see other people go. I like going last in putts and getting an idea. Um, or if there's a putter better than me, then third. Or if there's two putter better than me, second. I know my place. I don't try to be anybody I'm not out there. But I, I, if you can hit a really long drive, everybody loves to have you on a scramble team. It's just great. It's, it's like a, fun. it's like a mystery of like, as as oh, this it, is exciting. Yeah. Then, and then you, then you have the too time, many beers, and then the drives yes, start being terrible. That's exactly yeah. what yep. happened. Did you guys realize in the first Toy Story, all of Andy's friends at his birthday were actually all Andy? Apparently, humans were so difficult to digitally recreate; they just reused Andy dressed in different outfits. Huh? They sent out a picture. I guess we didn't notice just because we were. Kids. I figured how much Andy liked playing with toys. He didn't have any friends at all. <laughs> Do you guys ever make people split the Uber with you? All right, Plumley bro, come on. When you call it, that had to be a Plumley bro, right? It was. Yeah. Of course. What are we doing here? Let's quit. We're past nine o'clock as is. Whenever people say they'll Venmo you for the Uber, ninety percent of the time they do not follow through, and you just let it go because you don't want to sound like a cheap. Well, yeah, kid. because you don't. Just tell them to get the Uber next time. Although I'm- I would rather just I would rather pay for it myself than everybody also has the friend that will like. Venmo you instantly after the Uber, and it'll be like three dollars seventy four cents because that's the exact split. <laughs> it's like it's you know it's just a few bucks, man. Come on. Uh, Texter says Joel Justice is a single human being going to the number one party school in America. He's about to pull up some serious honeys. <laughs> Let's be honest, he's got major drift. He's a good looking dude. I don't know if he's single or not. I think he recently was dating somebody, but uh, I don't know where that stands. But uh, also has a kid. And but Phoenix is a fun place. I think he'll enjoy it out there. Nick is being triggered by Big Blue Express is interesting. I mean, his ex-boss was known for sharing information behind paywalls, being kind of a troll online, then hitting it big with the Lucas Patterson recruitment. You can't be mad at him. He made it, and there are people trying to do something similar. Well, I was intrigued by your disdain for Big Blue Express. Just somebody out there trying to make it in this crazy world. Big Blue Express, I'll give you some advice. There's no money in it really anyways. Yeah, so, just I, so you know, I was just really put off last night by what happened. It was I was offensive. It was one of those things where it was like, "This is why." Like I went. Yeah, but to we school. all need to be nicer to one another. If that let, let that You're be the right. lesson from last night more than and anything that, else. It just bugged me. It's no even if he goofed. It just felt it, it just felt a little it. insensitive. Yeah, and people make mistakes in in these situations, and I'm not saying what he did was even a mistake, but yeah, just uh, it's all right. People, it happens. Texter says, Paramount Plus, you must get the one without commercials. I didn't know I didn't know that was a thing, but now that you say that, there are commercials during the All-Star one, which what what a what a bogus business strategy to have a paid service and then you still have commercials on there. Yeah, it's such a ugh. 
The finals and eliminations are unnecessarily tense if you have commercials. Oh, yeah, and they do it right before all of them. All right, we are out of time. Uh, we'll see. I, I would guess, you know, news has been hot and heavy, but I think it's probably going to take a little bit of a break for a little bit, and, and probably rightfully so. So, Except for Kentucky Volleyball Champions on Monday. Except for that. Woo! We got that on Saturday, but with the basketball news and that sort of stuff, I, I bet there's probably going to be a pause with coaching searches and recruits and stuff like that, and understandably and rightfully so. But we do have a volleyball match on, th- on Saturday night. Excuse me. That's going to be exciting. Go win a national championship, Cats. Are we predicting it? Oh, yeah. Got to. In five. In five. Yeah, dramatic it's going to go to five. It's, it's going to. I bet it probably does. I'm, I'm right there with you. It's going to be a good game. I'm nervous just thinking about it and talking about it. It's going to be a, Come a on, good time. Cats. Everybody have a good weekend. Be safe. We'll see you on Monday. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, oh, Nick sure. Roush, and Justin Come on, I do the hump, hump. Check me out, y'all. I do the hump, hump. Just watch.